Dear Diary. Click click tap click tap tap tap. Alright, Videra. Here's the script you were wondering about. This thing was a sort of dramatization of a little research disaster that happened in July four years back. It was meant to illustrate to some of our less cautious researchers the value of emotional detachment during the job, or some BS like that. Never really got produced, and no, I don't know why not. It's missing the a bit of narration that was meant to go in before and after the thing played. If I remember correctly, just details about the event. I think that it was something about this being written from live video feed, with creative liberty taken only when necessary. I found what I could about the incident, and it seems to match pretty well. Apparently the SCP was destroyed by the girl afterward, which is one reason they got worked up about it enough to start making this thing. I guess someone wanted to use it for questioning the dead or something. Since the research was never completed and the thing got burned, there's no official entry in the database on it. The guy's name matches the other stuff I found, but the girl's name is only here, I guess they didn't want anyone to find out what happened to her. Seeing as she destroyed a potentially useful SCP after making a rather serious mistake in studying it, I can see why they might not want that to appear in a human resources type video. I can keep digging for more, if you'd like, but I can't make any promises. JN P.S. Dinner, Saturday Click 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 tap Beep Dash, dash, dash Act 1 Fade in INT. House, night. A small room with a medium-sized bed and two chairs. There are two doors, on either side of the room, one leads to a small bathroom, the other to a hallway. Everything is white and sanitary. A man is sitting on the bed. He is holding tightly onto a book. He is in mid-teen years, and is wearing clean white hospital clothes. Two researchers are standing in the hall. One is Mason, an early middle-aged man, the other is Holly, a woman also in early middle age. Both wear lab coats. Angle on hallway. Holly. Well, Mason, you got the tickets? Mason. Of course I do, Hole. Vacation in Vienna. Two months. I promised, didn't I? Holly. God, I'll be glad to see the back of this place. When do we leave? Mason. Friday. We just need to finish the interview, see what makes him tick. And he's a safe class, so we can take it easy. Holly. I don't think I've ever had this much go right before, honey. Mason and Holly grip each other's hands briefly, then open the door to the man's room. Angle on man, looking up. Man. Please, why am I here? Why won't anyone tell me? Mason. Sir, we just need to ask you a few questions. After that you can go home. Man. Why? Wider angle on all characters. Holly we think you may have some knowledge about a recent accident, and we just need to know a few things about you. Man what do you mean, accident? Holly sir, just answer the questions. Then, you can go home and just forget about all of this. Now, what's your name? Man how can you have me here if you don't even know my name? Mason please, sir, this is just protocol. Now, answer the question. Man my name is Esteban Tetson.
Mason takes out a notepad and begins writing in it. Angle on man. Man, Kant. My parents were migrant workers from Chiapas, Mexico. They changed their last names when they acquired U.S. citizenship. Esteban means crown, and has etymological connections to English names such as Stephen and Stephen. Mason stops writing, and both Holly and Mason look at the man. Mason. Sir, where did you receive your education? Man. I didn't. My parents were very poor. I learned English mostly from the other boys my age. I didn't learn to read and write until I was a teenager. Mason. You don't seem to be having any difficulties. You don't even have an accent. Man. I wouldn't know. Mason shrugs, and starts writing again. Holly. Why don't you tell us about that book? Man. This is my diary. I've kept it ever since I was a kid. Holly. I thought you said that you didn't learn to write until you were a teenager. Man. I didn't. Holly. But then how did you keep a diary? Man. You're wasting my time with this. Please, just let me go home now. Mason. Sir, please just tell us how you kept a diary before you learned how to write. Man. Why won't you believe me? Have you never heard of someone keeping a diary before? Holly and Mason share a glance. Mason. Sir, those are all the questions we needed to ask for now. I suggest you get some sleep. We'll be back tomorrow. Man. But. Angle on Holly and Mason leaving. Close on the man sitting briefly, then lying back, gripping the diary to his chest. Fade out. End Act 1. Dash, dash, dash. Act 2. Fade in. Resume. Overhead shot of man lying down, asleep, still gripping the book. Holly and Mason are out in the hall, talking. Mason has a carrying case. Two shot on Holly and Mason. Holly. Think it's him or the book? Mason. Dunno yet. I had the team pick up some memorabilia from Esteban Tetson's family, and ask whether he kept a diary. They didn't remember. I mean, it's been a while. Holly. I hate this part. Mason. Yeah. Holly. Maybe, after this is done, we could just stay in Vienna. You know, forget this place. Move on. Find some safe and enjoyable employment in hard manual labor. Mason. I wish that was still a joke. You know we can't. Holly. Yeah. Two shot as they hug briefly, then walk over and open the door. At the sound of it opening, the man immediately sits up, fully awake. Wide angle on all characters. Man. Please, just tell me when you'll let me go. I have children. Mason ah, good. That's the topic I wanted to start on. Mason and Holly sit down. Mason takes out his writing utensils. Angle on man man what? Why do you need to know about them? Has something happened? Two shot on Mason and the man. Mason nothing has happened, sir. This is just protocol. Now, please, 
Just play along for a little bit longer. Man fine. Fine, I don't care, I just want this over quickly. Mason how many children do you have, and what are their names? Man two daughters. Celia and Chicha. Mason how old are they? Man Celia is 20, Chicha is 14. Mason and how old are you? Man. 45. I was born in 1958, just after my parents immigrated. I was born at 7.32 in the afternoon on Wednesday, April 27th. There were no complications during birth, and I weighed exactly 6 pounds. Close on Mason's hand when he stops writing. Mason and Holly look at the man. Mason. Why do you do that? Man. Do what? Mason. Tell us so much about yourself. You did it yesterday, when we asked for your name. And if you were poor, how do you know your exact time of birth and your weight at that time? Wide angle of all characters, favoring the man. Man. Please, if you must ask me questions, don't make them like that. I'm being questioned, and I don't even know where I am. I don't feel like joking. Mason. Can you please just answer the question? Man. Why should I answer the question, when it's so obvious and unnecessary? Mason begins to speak again, but Holly puts a hand on his arm, and he stops. Holly. We're sorry for upsetting you, but this is just protocol. We'll leave that question for later. I think that for now we have something to show you. Mason begins unpacking the bag. He takes out a small photo album and a mirror. Man. How did you get that? Why do you have my photographs? Holly takes the photo album from Mason, and opens it. Holly. Sir, just answer our questions. After that, we'll answer yours. Now, where was this picture taken? Man. I was on vacation in Vienna with my family. It was hard, but I had saved enough to go. That was three years ago. Holly quickly turns the page of the album, points randomly. Holly. This one? Close on photograph of unfamiliar man, woman, and two girls, in front of a garage. Man. That's us in front of the garage where I work. We took that two years ago. Holly. This is you in the middle? Man. Yes, of course. Mason holds up the mirror. Wider angle to include mirror. The man can be seen in the mirror. There is no similarity between the man in the photo and the man on the bed. Man. Why are you doing that? Holly. Do you see any differences between the man in this photo and yourself? Man. No, of course not. Holly. Of course. Angle on characters. Mason. Sir, you are a teenager. Look at yourself. You are not 45. You are closer to 15. Your name is not Esteban Tetson. Esteban Tetson died while you were in elementary school. You are John Owis. You live with your parents, Kip and Janice. You have never been outside the United States. Man. I don't know why you have me here, and I will not answer any more questions until you explain what this is about. I know who I am. 
I know exactly who I am, and I am tired of these jokes. Mason. I see. Two shot of Mason and Holly repacking the bag in silence, leaving the mirror. They walk to the door, but Holly stops and turns. Holly. Do you remember how you found that diary? The man does not answer. POV of the man watching the researchers exit, then looking back at the mirror. It shows Esteban Tetson holding the diary. Close on mirror. Cut to hallway. Two shot of Holly and Mason, standing at the wall across from the room. Holly. I think it's the book. He's too fixated on it, too illogical about it. Mason. Just be glad he's safe to work with. We'll grab the book tomorrow, run some tests. I just want to see this thing filed and gone. A medical gurney enters at the far end of the hallway, being rolled by another researcher. It is steadily rolled towards Holly, Mason, and the camera. Holly and Mason watch it approach. Holly. Mason? Mason. Yeah? Holly. Why'd I have to come here to meet someone? The gurney reaches Holly and Mason. Mason. Because the universe has a really weird sense of humor. The man screams from off screen. Holly and Mason jump in surprise, and run for the door. The gurney wheeler does not react, and continues to move. Angle on door. Holly opens IT, but the view begins to fade as soon as she does. Fade out. End Act 2. Dash, dash, dash. Act 3. Fade in. Resume. Two-shot Holly and Mason entering the hallway. Mason is holding a cell phone. Holly. It figures, doesn't it? We finally get an easy subject, and this happens. Holly and Mason stop walking outside the door. Mason. We're just lucky, whole. At least we're not on statue duty. Holly shudders. Mason, Kant. At least he died quickly. Holly. That really isn't very comforting. Mason. No, I guess not. But we have to figure out how his body affected our lovely little ticket to Vienna. It's procedure. Holly. I know, honey. I'm just sick of this. Every day someone's careless and there's another body to deal with. It didn't used to bother me that much, but now. Holly reaches for Mason's hand. Holly, Kant. Now, every day I think the body's going to be you. Mason. I know. We shouldn't be here anymore. Holly. No choice. Mason. I know. The cell phone beeps. Mason hits a button on it. Mason, Kant. He's awake. Let's go. Holly and Mason kiss, then walk to the door. Angle on man, looking at the door as it opens and Holly and Mason enter. Man. Finally. Holly, Mason, I'm fine. I have no idea how, but I'm fine. Now can I please go home and get some rest? Widen angle to show all characters. Mason we've told you before, sir. Once we're done asking you questions, you can go. Man what on earth are you talking about? Mason what do you? 
Holly Mason, how did he know our names? Holly and Mason pause. Angle on man. Man we've worked together for five years. Now stop joking around. Mason takes out his writing pad, and begins scribbling furiously. He does not look up when he talks. Mason what, if anything, do you know about the man Esteban Tetson and John Owis? Man what? Why? Mason just answer the question. Man I've never heard the names before. Now can you please explain what's going on here? Mason what about that book you're holding? Man my diary? I've kept it ever since I was a kid. Mason you bring it to work? Man of course I do. Mason in spite of the restrictions on personal belongings we may bring on site? Man I don't see the relevance. Mason no, of course not. Holly, restrain him. I want to try something. Widen angle. The man acts surprised and confused. He attempts to defend himself, but Holly easily overpowers him. Mason forcefully takes the diary from him. The man begins to scream. Mason, can't. Put him in the bathroom and lock the door. Camera follows as Holly drags the man to the bathroom and pushes him in, then shuts the door and presses a button on it. Mason, can't. He, or they, displayed an obsession with the book, a fear of separation from it. If I'm right, the effect should end after a bit of time alone. Camera cut to bathroom, with the man on one side of the screen and a mirror on the other. The mirror shows the reflection of another researcher. The man begins to cough, growing steadily louder throughout the conversation. Mason and Holly can be heard talking as if they were in the room. Holly. Honey, I don't like this. We shouldn't do tests without approval from higher up. Mason. That takes too long. I want to leave tomorrow. Hell, I want to leave right now. I don't want to talk to someone who believes they're a dead friend of mine. That's just too much. The man begins to pound against the door, still coughing. Holly. We can't afford to be careless, not now. Mason. I'd rather take a risk than keep hearing that thing talk. The man gasps and collapses. Holly and Mason notice the absence of noise. Mason, can't. There. Let's go check. The door opens, Holly and Mason standing in it. Mason is holding the diary. Holly rushes to the man's side. She puts her hand on his chest, and her ear to his mouth. Holly. No heartbeat, no breathing. He's dead. Mason looks down at the body. Mason. Where am I? Holly turns toward Mason. The mirror shows an exact copy of John Oa standing above his own body, in Mason's place. He is gripping the diary. Camera cut to black. End Act 3